millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Actual friends over the past six months. We're talking Christian. We're talking JP. We're talking Ushin, and we're talking Fionn. I mean, yes, we have our Wednesday and Saturday night Zoom chats where we enjoy a few scoops and discuss various rugby topics, including my favourite moments from my own career, the players I would have loved to have played with, and the things I'd say to Warren Gatland if he ever flagged down my car after his Land Rover Discovery broke down in the middle of literally nowhere. Then there's our Monday night table quizzes, which were Fionn's idea, although I usually mute those, switch off my microphone and watch Swan Dive Fails on YouTube. The point I'm making is that a definite distance has opened up between me and the guys since this whole, I suppose, pandemic started. But at the same time, I've made a lot of new friendships. I'm talking about Steve and Robbie, who've been delivering our online supermarket orders since the middle of March, and who have grown to genuinely, genuinely love my anecdotes. I'm talking about the engineer, can't remember name, from our broadband provider, who's in the gaff at least twice a week, and who I can talk to about literally everything, except why our Wi-Fi is so fucking shit. And then there's Janet, from the courier company that delivers Surika's regular clothes purchases from Net-A-Porte, then clecks them again when they don't fit, don't suit, or Surika realises that she's not going to need good clothes for the foreseeable future, and she only bought them for the short-term dopamine hit that comes from ordering something online. I think I'm on the record as saying that men and women can never truly be friends, and yet sometimes I feel that Janet was put on this earth, or at least assigned to the Kleine Dorkian ports of Glenagiri delivery route, to prove me wrong. There's no attraction. I want to make that clear from the pretty much outset. She's like a few years older than me, and she gets that I'm out of her league, although I hope I don't come across as a dick for saying it. Me and Janet are just two people who hit it off on a whole, like, other level. I think the word I'm looking for is plutonic. It started out with just the regular shooting of the shit that goes with a doorstep package handover. Big bucks today, she'd go, and I'd be like, yeah, no, it's her winter coat. And then the next day, when she was collecting it again, it'd be, didn't suit her, no? And I'd be all, yeah, no, full-length coats tend to shorten her legs, especially if she's wearing flats. It's hard to believe that an actual friendship could, like, blossom from daily exchanges like this. But that's what happened. Our chats at the front door started to grow longer, then branched into other areas. For instance, she told me that she and her husband, Marius, were sharing the job of homeschooling their youngest daughter, and she was worried about the effect that cocooning was having on the mental health of her parents. And I shared one or two of my own stories about how I thought the triplets were becoming thicker by the day since they stopped mixing with other kids, and how I wouldn't lift a finger to help Warren Gatland if he was in trouble. Jump leads? I'll give you fucking jump leads, you fucking... Anyway, there reached a point in late May when Surika, understandably suspicious given my previous, started to comment on this, like, friendship that was developing between me and Janet. She was like... 
I think it's cute. And I was there, what are you talking about? Just that you're craving human contact so much that you'll spend 15 minutes at the door talking to a total stranger. Yeah, I've never been much of a conversationalist. But I'm on fire with this woman, Surika. She'll say something. It'll be like, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll say something back along the lines of, blah, 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 blah. Sometimes I hear my voice and I think, is that me actually talking? Oh, it's just all a bit surreal. Some days you spend more time talking to her than you do to me. Whoa. You're not jealous, are you? Uh, I'd hardly say it was cute if I was jealous, Ross. But as the summer months wore on, I noticed a definite passive-aggressive edge creep into Surika's voice after Janet had driven off each morning. She'd go, half an hour today, does that woman have any other work to do? And I'd be like, she was telling me that her and Marius had to cancel their city break to crack off, but they're having a pretty hard time trying to get the price of their flights refunded. I'm just making the point, Ross, that some of us are trying to work from home, which is hard enough without having to listen to our husbands flirting with other women. I suggested she write a letter to Connor Pope. I'd hardly call that flirting. Then, about halfway through the summer, Surika deliberately stopped buying clothes online, just to limit my contact with Janet. A week or two would go by without us seeing each other. I'd start looking at sites myself and emailing Surika pictures of, say, a Bottega Veneta grey wool turtleneck midi dress that I thought she might like, or a pair of Kismet Basque wool blend pants by Blase Milano. And suddenly Janet was at the front door again, going, Shoes, is it? And I'd be like, Yeah, no. It's the Mansour Gavriel glove pumps. She didn't like them in Degas Blue, so she's going to try them in Biscotti. And we'd be off again. This all came to a head on, like, Thursday morning, when I closed the door after another one of our marathon chats and discovered that Surika was standing right behind me in the hallway. I was just telling Janet, I went, that I hope our daughter doesn't turn out to be a fucking dipso like her grandmother. And Surika was like, She stands very close to you, doesn't she, Ross? Sorry? When she's talking to you. There's definitely not a metre between you. Never mind two. There's like barely even 12 inches. And no mask either. I was there, Surika, please don't say what I think you're about to say. But she was like, I'm going to report her to our boss. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulty swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert-Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.